Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! X go give it to ya! Fuck way for you to get it on your own! X go deliver it! So we did it, buddy. Episode 69. All right, made it to 69, Dad. Speaking of 69, how you feeling about the, uh, the Bill and Ted 3? <laughs> I don't get the correlation, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm kind of liking the... You don't get the correlation? No, I don't remember. Two twins like meet up, or the two guys meet up, and they go, "If you're me and I'm you, what number are we thinking of oh. right now?" <laughs> yeah. And they go, "69, dude." <laughs> I am I am thoroughly enjoying the Kianasans. Me too. Like John Wick, it's great. You know, I'm into this. I even watched a trailer this weekend. For movie, a romantic comedy with him and Winona Ryder. Yeah, I haven't seen that trailer, but uh, I'm curious about that movie. Uh, dude, you don't. You could probably take your time with getting to it, but uh, nonetheless, he's he's become very charming in his older age. So I'm in. I'm not in on the movie. I'm just in on the Kiana sons. I think I'm going to skip that movie. Uh, it's called um, Destination Wedding or something. My dog is just, right. my dog is just sitting outside of my door. Like if I let the dog in this room, he's gonna get upset and want to leave. And if I don't let him in, he's gonna sit outside and scratch at the door. He's a, a fickle beast. Um, okay. And I'm on week two of my my diet thing so today i've only had 570 calories so i'm in a shit mood and i'm just chugging giant diet coke like one liter you're on, you're on week two yeah have you lost any weight i don't know i have and then i don't like i don't i don't trust it i don't know like i lost a bunch last week but obviously after so thursday was my second day of like the eating almost nothing and so on the over the weekend I ate a bunch of crap so now it doesn't appear as if I did lose any it appears as if I lost one pound alright so this job this uh, diet's really uh, worth it it's off to a booming start alright um what else did I want to tell you oh I went to see you too this week I was wondering if you wanted to see that. I wasn't. I, heard, uh, I wasn't. A lot of people yeah, I wasn't gonna go because I kind of don't really like the set list they were doing. But a friend of mine got like free tickets on the floor, and we were literally like six feet away from them the entire time. Like, I I'm not a big proponent of taking video at concerts, but I was pretty happy to have the videos from this one because we were like so close. You could like actually hear the drum hitting like. The drumstick hitting the drum. 
Okay. Like that kind of close. That was pretty. It was pretty badass. So it was a good show. Uh, yeah, it was a good show. It's not my favorite one, but like, because again, they played a bunch of their new stuff. Which, if you want to go back to, I think it's somewhere around episode fifty-five or so. <laughs> we reviewed as not a good album. That is true. Again, it's. I think. I think. I feel the same way I do about it now that I did then. Like. They're like close to making good songs, but they're just like one note off in their chorus enough to make it not good. Um, that's my review of that. Um, so big, big Tuesday for you, huh? This past week, for you and and the other six fans outside of Phoenix, and then all of Phoenix. Oh yeah, number one pick. I didn't think it could be done. I thought you would mush that, uh, but I was Phoenix, wrong. Phoenix has number one, number 16, and the first pick in the second round. So who do you want him to take at the number one pick? Well, I think the obvious choice is a guy that's already living in in Arizona. You don't think Doncic? Everybody loves this guy. Luca? Yeah, but they're saying that he might even like, like hold out coming to the NBA. But the Suns hired, like, his old coach or something. Or some guy that had to do with Real Madrid. So yeah, you, you they can't think, pass up that guy. They, who? Aiton? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why you like him so much. Like, he's he's good. I, I don't... I, li- I kind of like this... This... Dunk... This Luca guy. Throw it to Luca. I watched <laughs> throw it to Luca. I he's on the second floor. Um you don't get that one? No, I got that. Okay. Just didn't la- you just okay. Sorry. Um My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. He I did have you ever watched any film on him? I've seen the highlights. I watched like a four or five minute video highlight reel of him and I like I really like his game. How could you not want to root for that guy? 18 and like anyway whatever um it wouldn't matter who you'd say i'd be contrarian and you know that so yeah uh but i, I do like the luca guy um what else did you see so speaking of trailers did you see the trailer for the new melissa mccarthy movie with the puppets oh yeah what's it called That's Something not, murders. Um, yeah, it's not fair to do to you. Uh, sorry. Uh, the uh, Happy Time Murders. Yeah. How good is that? Yeah, How funny is that trailer? Gonna be, it's going to be pretty funny. That trailer, I watched it like five times. I just laugh hysterically. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, very excited for that. Um, did you see the Spike Lee trailer? I did. That looks really uh, good, too. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Do you um, you hate Spike Lee movies though? Don't you, in general? Yeah. Yeah. Black you're, it's, it's yeah. gonna be interesting. Well, you're like a racist, so it's fair. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now he he's um, uh yeah I I like Spike Lee movies a little more than you, but I completely understand. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks so, good. I'm really excited for it. So. Uh, what else? Um, I got a couple more things for you. Um, did you see 
that Def Leppard is going on tour tonight with Journey. I did know about this tour, yeah. And that they have, Def Leppard has their own beer now that they're going I to sell. I did not know they had their own beer. Huh? I did not know they had their own beer. Yeah, it's called, um, they teamed with Elysian Beering, Brewing Company for Def Leppard Pale Beer. And there's a terrible commercial for it um, that I saw, and I wouldn't, if you, I just wouldn't recommend watching it. It's very hard to watch aging rock stars promote beer. Um, but yeah, it's got like the, uh, their insignia on it. It's, uh, just something I thought you would want to know about. Okay. Speaking of, uh, rock and roll, I went to the, uh, rock and roll hall of fame this weekend. Have you been there before, right? Yeah. But this time, so this guy that we're working with, he's like the cast assistant. Um, and he's like. I don't know, he's kind of plugged into the system here. Um, knew the person there. And so the person that runs the place, he hooked us up and we went there and they basically gave us a private tour and they took us back into the vault. So what, like, what happened? Like, you get to like try on the glove? Like what happens back there? You're not allowed to touch anything. Oh. Uh, so the person that's with you, she just starts opening like all these vaults and like pulls out pieces and shows them to you. I sent you the Beastie Boys thing. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I was wondering what that was, like why, okay. All right, thanks for that. I didn't so, understand what that was. So that was basically in a little box that they pulled out of one of the vaults. Um, it was mostly clothes. Um, so when you go to the, are we going? Yeah. So when you go to the Hall of Fame uh, for rock and roll, you just, the biggest shocking thing is that uh, how tiny everybody is. Like Mick Jagger's suit, they have Mick Jagger's suit there. Like I couldn't even fit one leg in that thing. Like you just look how tiny all these artists are. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that was pretty awesome, actually. We got to see a lot of cool stuff. We saw Joan Jets. One of the things they had in the vault was they had Joan Jets guitar when she was with the Runaways, which I thought was really cool. It's like really small because um, she was actually like a teenager and really skinny. Um, I don't know. They had some cool things. They had a left-handed guitar. Um, I forgot whose guitar that was. Uh, they had a bunch of uh, Grateful Dead crazy guitars that they built. Um, I don't know. It was interesting this time. So you would recommend it? You know, yeah. But, yeah, I recommend it. It's not, uh, I don't know, if you're into museums, you walk around, you see some cool stuff. Um, and then they had the video that they played of all the performances, um, all the best performances of the inductions. And obviously they had to end with the, uh, Prince guitar when my guitar gently weeps Hmm. performance. Um, they showed that and pretty much everybody was like, uh, okay. All right. 
Yep, that's pretty sick. Cool. Um, it was pretty fun. Um, speaking of people who won't be in the Hall of Fame, uh, I'm, I'll give you my update on Lil Tay. Just did her first interview. Remember we talked about her? Yeah, I saw a video of Lil Tay because I guess she got some, like, headphone deal. Oh, really? She got, like, some million-dollar headphone deal and some guy from TMZ, like, cornered her on the street and she started doing her little Tay thing. Well, she said she wasn't always rich. She was broke when she was six. <laughs> I can kind of get behind that. Um, my last... Well, no, actually, I have two more things. Uh, did you see Jet Li? Oh, yeah. That's just tough, saw, huh? I, I just saw that like an hour ago. That is uh, tough to look at. Yeah. For those of you who haven't seen, Jet Li suffers from some severe spinal damage, right? Is what it is? I don't know, but he's like aged like 30 years. I'm like, a year. Yeah, it's tough. To, it's tough. So we're pulling for Jet Li. And the last thing I have for you is, are you going to watch Ocean's 8? No, probably not. I'll see it on video. That's kind of how I feel. I mean... We may have to do something for this podcast about it, but other than that, I don't have any interest in Ocean's Eight, and I don't know if that makes me a sexist or what. It just doesn't look we could good. Do a, we could do an Ocean's uh, podcast reviewing all the movies. If I have to watch Ocean's Twelve again, I may murder somebody. <laughs> I just don't think it looks good. I don't. I don't know. I just I'm shocked because when I first heard that they were going to come out with it, I was like, "Oh, that'll be good." Like, I like a lot of those people. And then I had a friend reach out to me who remained nameless, and he's basically like, how stupid is this? And I was like, oh, you're just sexist. And then, like, I watched the trailer, and I was like, no, he's this is stupid. So, like, you just, you have to do the exact same kind of characters and relationships, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just wanted to see if where your interest level is at. I kind of expect... Apparently, Ocean's sister is really... Uh, is basically the same exact artist to see us. Yeah. You know? And she has a... Be- they, and they attract the same sort of friend, like best friend, like Kate Blanchett and Brad Pitt. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, any other notes for you? Uh, nope. All right, because we're, we're well into this sucker. Um, let's start off with, uh, what do you want, what are we starting off with, Deadpool? Um, sure. Okay. So you saw that today? I saw it, when, yeah, when did you see it? Did you get, how far in advance did you buy tickets for Deadpool? Uh, I don't know, I bought it a couple days before. Does Cleveland sell out of movies, or do you guys just kind of, um, you know, overblow it? I mean, they have this really awesome theater here that's, like, XD. It's, like, this huge, huge screen theater place that's in, like, the middle of nowhere. Uh, And it's always packed when I go there. So, I don't know. We bought tickets for that. We got solo tickets. Um, But, uh, yeah, we went uh, yesterday, last night. 
All right. And what were your thoughts on Deadpool? First of all, did anything surprise you about this movie? No. It was basically when someone asked me if I liked it better than the first one, I said, that's eh, pretty much the same. It really is. It's pretty much the same as the first one. But it's still really funny and a lot of action. So There's a lot more action in this one. Yeah. I'll be I'll be honest. I was I I was kind of not looking forward to seeing it because I just think the smart ass shtick gets old. Like, um, I'm not looking forward to a third one of these. <laughs> um, but I think I felt like you know the same way after one about what the second one would be. But I really like. I mean, I liked it. Um, I thought it was be- it was definitely better than I thought it was gonna be. I don't know, like, yes, it's not that hard to not spoil things. Alright, well, I like the X-Men stuff. I like the, uh, X-Force. Right. That whole, that whole bit was really funny. I agree, that group was great. And that's all in the commercial. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the bad guy was good. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I'm fully in on Josh Brolin now. I think I just really think he is good. He's a good yeah, he's a really good actor. He's just such like a like a dude, like such a man's man. He was ripped. I'm like, god, James Bro- like that guy, that guy is that's a cool guy. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea if he's cool in real life. I just know he's cool in the movies. Um I like I like the whole Domino luck thing. Yeah, that that was great. I would that you was funny. Would you go see a whole movie about her? Sure. Yeah, I think I would too. I I really liked her character. And I like I like that he was like, look, it's not a superhero, superpower, and uh, just the way they like brought that up. I don't know, it's just funny. Yep. You, yep. Know, you notice that they didn't show any of her riding a motorcycle. Why is that? Well, because that that uh, stunt woman died making that movie. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. They had a stunt where she was on a uh, motorcycle and something went wrong, and she went through a like glass window. Oh wow, I didn't know about that. Um, so I think they took that whole scene out. Hmm. Uh, um. But I thought uh, Ryan Reynolds was funny as usual, and uh, in these things, uh, he has good comic timing. Um, I don't know. What'd you think of Ricky Baker? Um, uh, I'm glad that they didn't make him Ricky Baker. Too bad, you know. <laughs> that was my that was my fear going in was that they were gonna take that character from the Hunt for the Wilder People and kind of put him in this movie. And there's like a small version of that. I don't think Ricky Baker has a ton of range, but yeah. um, but I'm still you know he's fine. I don't like again. If they do another one of these, I don't know if he'll be my favorite character. Um, well, let me ask you this: Where do you come out on Ryan Reynolds these days? 
think he's a very... He needs to do comedies. But he did comedies. Has he ever made anything else that you really liked? Um... You probably... Did you see the... Did you see the Hitman's Bodyguard? That was brutal. No. That's the thing. There's so uh, many make... movies he's made that I would never see. Yeah. I mean, they... Uh, I can't even think. Oh, I really liked the burial movie where he was buried alive. Oh, I never saw that. I wanted to see that. That's been in my like Netflix queue for like seven years. Yeah, it was good. Um, trying to think. I liked Two Girls, a Guy, in a Pizza Place when it was on TV. I thought he was likable. I didn't even know he was in that. Um, but then, let's see, there's Van Wilder. I never... I, always thought, I like Van Wilder. I always thought that was overrated. Uh, Blade Trinity was terrible. Amityville Horror, I don't even think I saw. Waiting was the movie we all thought was going to be really good, and it was still pretty good. Yeah, that's funny. Um, Smoking Aces. Death just Friends. You forgot Just Friends. Just Friends. Just Friends is awful. You try to make us watch <laughs> Just Friends. You bought that movie. I don't think I bought it. You but, bought uh, Just Friends. I remember, because you'd seen it multiple times, and you kept trying to push it, and one day you won... When we used to have to play cards for who could watch what movie, and you put on Just Friends, and we were like, you own this? That's right, you definitely owned it. I don't think I owned it. Um, uh, I thought I liked Definitely Maybe. I'm trying to remember. I think I just liked the sweater that he had on the whole time. No, yeah, Definitely Maybe was good. Um, Adventureland. Love that movie. But he's, you know, it's not really him that, but... Okay. Uh, the Proposal. Which has the most ridiculous storyline ever. Green Lantern, which has been made fun of enough. The Change Up, that's one of your movies. And you stayed through the credits of this movie, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Those were some funny credits. Yeah, definitely if you watch this, stay through it. Like, I stayed through the end. Can we just have, like, all right. So if Marvel's going to keep doing this. With all their I know. I sat through the end, too, and I was so pissed. Me too. Just throw something at the end. Like, or just tell us. I don't know. Am I getting lazy? Am I asking for too much? Like, I don't want to sit there for an extra 15 minutes. I got other shit to do. Like, you're not going to throw a thing in there. Um, what else? Safe House is good. Safe House. I don't remember Safe House. By the way, speaking of Safe House, have you seen the trailers for Equalizer 2? I have. That looks pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, we may, again, be the only two people excited for that movie. <laughs> but we went to see, like, the Equalizer 1, like, opening opening day, I think. Yeah, I might have to uh, follow it up with the Equalizer 2. R.I.P.D. was pretty bad. R.I.P.D. was bad. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Um... I, I mean, I get it. He's going to have to hold on to this Deadpool thing for as long as he, you know, with both hands. Because it is a perfect role for him, and um, it's a likable character, and he's obviously going to be making a ton of cash from it, so. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, look, I got to tell you, so far your review of this has been great. You haven't given anything away. I'm really proud of you. I thought they did a really good job writing the movie, too, I have to say, about just plugging all these like characters in there and not, you know, not having it be a mashup of just a mess. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. I agree with that. He, yeah, he always stays as the focus. It's always still revolving around him. I didn't realize that he was the writer on this movie until a, I saw the trailer. Yeah, me neither. And a producer. Like, I wonder if they gave him a writing credit because he probably improvs a lot of that stuff, or if it's like he really sat down and wrote it. Yeah, they could know that too. Um, but I imagine he's probably sat down and wrote it because he was also a producer on it. So, yeah, smart, good for him. It's about time that guy caught a break, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I guess so overall, nothing, nothing, nothing spectacular, but it was really entertaining. It was funny. It's a good summer movie. Yeah. And you probably don't even need to see the first. <laughs> and if you want to see him with little legs and balls, that was uh, that was the best scene. Okay. When he got ripped apart and then he started growing. All right, I would say the best scene. That is a good scene. I thought the best scene was the cameo of one of the X Force, which we won't say. <laughs> I thought that was so freaking great. The whole banishment thing where they're like, is he here? Oh, this is great. He's like, he's, he's here, isn't he? And then they like look around they're like, yeah, no, he, he said he was going to be late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that whole scene was really good, the X-Force. Dude, stuff. I was watching the credits and T.J. Miller got like fourth bill on it. Well, I think... three seats. Well, his, girlf- his girlfriend got second billing, didn't she? Who's his girlfriend? The um the girl from Homeland, Brody's wife. His that's not his, that's not his girlfriend. What do you mean it's not his girlfriend? That's his girlfriend the whole movie, the or wife, whatever. Oh, you're talking. I thought you meant T.J. Miller's girlfriend. No, I mean the girl from the main girl in it. Yeah, I love that girl. Well, she got second billing. I know. Well, she's. But, I mean... I know. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I got you. But, I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she got third. Maybe Brolin had to have gotten second, right? Yeah, I think so. Speaking of superheroes, did you hear who's going to be the bad guy in the new Super... The Spider-Man movie? I did. I kind of like it. And they're bringing back Michael Keaton. Oh, they are? Yeah, so it's going to be... Jake Gyllenhaal is playing the... Uh, Bad guy. Yeah, I like I like that idea because Jake Gyllenhaal like goes all out for he'll do like some kind of Heath Ledger shit. Yeah, it's uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, all right. So I'm looking forward to talking a little bit more about Cobra Kai. Um, this has been three weeks of me trying to get this on the podcast. You're finally caught up. I'm caught up. Now you can get rid of your YouTube rent. I know. Well, no, because I've got like three other people using it. <laughs> um, and, then, and, then, uh, and then you'll get it back when season two comes out because I just green my so, season two. So YouTube did an interesting thing, right? So they're no longer YouTube red. They're now YouTube premium. 
and they raised their price from ten to twelve dollars a month, and it all happened this week. Because they got a hit on their hands. I mean, I guess it just seems like that's kind of silly. You can't just do that. I mean, I don't imagine that's the whole reason, but on the outside, it seems like all right, you finally got something, or you have something that people want to see for the first time. So and then you just push them away. Yeah, like what are you doing? Um, and well, I'll be probably have to pay a lot more for the second season. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know how much better. Like, I just don't think the second season could be better than this season because I think you're just going to start getting in. I mean, and I could be wrong because I didn't think this season was going to be good. Um, but you're going to be getting into um, the same sort of storyline, like you know. Like, the way that The Karate Kid was kind of the same story in three different movies. Yeah, I mean, well, now the daughter's going to be in... Yeah, they're, they're bringing back freaking, uh... What's this? The, uh, John Kreese? Miyagi-Do. Right. Miyagi-Do's coming back. So, let's go into this. So, one of the things you didn't like about the first two episodes when you'd watched it was their... Reliance on using things from the Karate Kid past. Yeah. So I watched the rest of the thing. And, uh... I don't know. I loved it. I uh, thought it was, uh... It didn't bother me as much uh, towards the, uh... You know, future episodes. Good, because I I think... I feel like... Go ahead. It followed the same beats as the movie. Like, a lot of the same storylines, and they did it on purpose um, to, you know, nerd that becomes strong, and then, but they twisted it in a way that was really clever. I agree. I got into it. I got into it. Cool. That's good, because I think the pivotal scene of the entire series takes place in, like, episode eight, which is very heavily reliant on that, and that is when... Johnny tells his student, uh, what's his name, Miguel, about his high school girlfriend and how that whole relationship was tragically ruined because Daniel LaRusso started going to school there. And he tells the whole story of the Karate Kid from his point of view. And that is just so well done to me. I mean, I'm sure to you, I mean, I don't think I'm alone in that. I just, that totally sold me. I was like, this is the best. My favorite episode was when they were hanging out and how when they, that whole episode where they were like drinking together and stuff. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm with you. And you kind of like saw that they were kind of like the same person. Yep, you're right. And I think like watching this show shows you how the movie had better writing than you really thought you didn't you know you didn't really think of it but then when you see how complex their characters are in the series you're like oh i guess they really did do a really like interesting job writing that movie yeah i guess yeah you're right that's good that's a good uh, that's a good observation um there's the characters have depth you're right there's one episode that i did not like um and I had someone watch it with me, and she was like, this is the worst. And I was like, this is like when your parents walk in during the nude scene. Like, 
you're just watching like one really bad episode. The rest of this thing is awesome. I think it's like around seven, and it's a lot of the plot points, and it's like a little preachy-ish, and the it's it relies a little heavier on the kids, and the kids aren't really the best actors, you know. Yeah. Let's go ahead and say Zapka's a good actor, right? He is a really good actor, and th- at least in this series, he was really good. So, I don't like the storyline of that's in all these every movie. Not just 80s type movies where somebody sees something that isn't really going on, but they think it's something else is going on and they don't give the other person a chance to like explain what's going on. So like the one person has an idea in their head and they ruin the whole relationship and then they can't come back from it. Like that whole storyline trope. I guess you would say, like, in writing and movies. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Okay. But I I understand what you're saying, but in high school, when you're, like, a high school senior or or whatever, junior or sophomore, whatever you're there in, um, that is how you react to things, though. Because your your ego is so fragile. Like, you don't understand, like, I don't know. You don't you don't get things as well. So, but I, I understand what you're saying, and, and I can appreciate that. Um, I mean, come on, she doesn't seem like this uh, girl that would just go sleep around with a bunch of people. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she's that look like Johnny's son is a pretty good looking kid. He's like, I don't know. He's got that weird haircut, but. Um, yeah, they definitely fucked up his haircut. But like, he's—I—I uh, I don't know. I could see that. Anyway, whatever. It's a—it's a minor issue. I, I understand it. I, I liked when they were at the uh, the tournament at the end, and he—he uh, he did the whole Miyagi like slamming the hands together to uh-huh. fix the shoulder. Right. I won't ruin it for people who want to see it. Well, I thought the best... I mean, the best is that he opened up with the crane kick in the first fight. Yeah. I also had a problem with the final kick. Or, like, the the secret kick. Like, they didn't even, like, show him practicing that, really. I mean, they showed him... True. Right. You're right. He wasn't even, like, told how to do it. He just, like, made up his own kick. Um... Because Daniel was like, oh, I'm the only one that he's ever taught how to do that. Right. And then uh, all of a sudden the guy's just doing it. Very fair. But they did cut away from him practicing it. So you can't say that he can or can't. Um, But they probably should have showed it. They probably couldn't because they didn't have the budget to bring in someone who could do that. And that kid obviously couldn't really do that. Well, in the Karate Kid, they showed him, like, on the logs, like, doing the crane kick. Oh, um, I got you. There's a, yeah. there's a lot, like, there's a lot of the training, like, there's there wasn't any montages, really, so, um, just the, just the, um, whatever, the, the putt and stuff plays. I think Daniel, like, or, I call him Daniel, um, Ralph Macchio has something going on with his, like, neck, right? Just the way he, like, walks. 
Oh, I didn't notice anything like that. He's got some sort of back neck thing where he's really stiff. But, uh... It was was, was awesome to see those characters. I don't know. I love it. He shouldn't clear his night, his Emmy night, also. He should should make plans that night. He probably won't (laughs) be, be invited. But... You know, he's Dan LaRusso. And also, here's something I want to say. I've been dying to talk about. Well, except that I don't know if it's much of a subject, but his wife is the worst mom ever. Like, she's a terrible mom. How their kid ever turned out, their first kid ever turned out okay is beyond me. She's just such a instigator of, of everything that happens in this. How about when his mom shows up? Oh, I know. And then, and then there's this random scene where they walk in and they're like best friends and the daughter's like, you can thank me. What did you do? Oh, because they're Why getting they along. friends all of a sudden? Right, yeah. Um, I thought the daughter was pretty good. That's like a good Elizabeth Shue version. Yeah, she was good. Um, but you're right about that. I'm sure they were like, hey, let's do this. Let's just see who we can get. And they reached out to her, and she's like, I'm available. And they're like, oh, well, she's not really in the story. And then she kept writing like, hey, I'm available. And then they're like, oh, we're on episode five. She's like, hey, I'm still available. All right, let's put her on for a scene. Because other than that, she didn't really offer much. And how much of a one-note That might have been the episode that didn't... was the, the son. Oh. Yeah, but I like that son storyline, like that he's a little punk kid who doesn't, who just likes to play video games. And, like I thought that was good. I liked. Uh, when, I, I, thought, I, I I didn't mind it. I just thought that there wasn't a payoff to it. Oh, I there thought. When, to see, I kind of felt like there was a payoff when he's when when he and Johnny start talking shit to each other. He's like, "I'm gonna tell my dad you said that. I hope you do." Oh yeah, that was really good. I love that whole episode was great. Yeah, that's the one that you really liked. So, all right, good. I'm glad that I'm glad you you kind of feel that way. It's like I just thought it was like it was such I a. Thought it was, I thought it was really well done, and the writing was really good. Such a pleasant surprise. Yeah. You know that that kind of thing usually lets you down, and um, I don't know. I, it, it we'll we'll have this in our private conversation. It did. Change some things that we're working on, but whatever. We, oh. we deal with it. Yeah, we'll deal with it. Um, Dolphin stuff. <laughs> it was just too integral of a part, a character in this to keep it going in another script. You know what I mean? Like they. No, we're they, gonna we're gonna keep it up. All right, we'll talk about this later. It's like, but it was brought up like three or four episodes. We're keeping it going. No, we're not. You're not making the decision. I am. We're keeping it going. All right. Uh, so anyway. Last uh, last order of business. This was the final episode of the season for Saturday Night Live last night, or Saturday night. I'm guessing you didn't watch. I watched some of it. Did you find any of it funny? Um, the only skit I thought that was mildly funny was the, uh, the Predator one. Where they kept redoing the scene. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of, too much political stuff. See, okay, so let's get into this a little bit. What, where do you come out on this, you know? Speaking of that, did you hear, uh, um, Charlize Theron's gonna play Megan Kelly in a movie? I did. 
I, I'm in Charlie's in Charlie's we trust buddy she makes good movies she's a good actress um, so before we get alright so let's talk about last night so the political thing so um, I like the opening I like how they're creatively trying to bring in the openings like I like that they did the Sopranos thing and I enjoyed the monologue Basically talking about how this season they didn't give the uh, the people on the show time to shine because there's too many celebrities. Right, because that's been everybody's um, yeah sort of um, critique of it. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know whose time to shine is missing. I know. There's no one... On there that can carry the show. Um, we're gonna get into that in a sec too. Um, did you see the politi- speaking of too many political sketches? Did you see the one with her as Sarah Palin? No. Okay, you should watch that and just tell me what was going on there. Okay. Because I don't get it. It was like um, I didn't get the Fox and Friends one. Oh no, that's the Mika and. Do you not know yeah, about Joe Scarborough and laugh, Mika? I didn't laugh once. I didn't understand what they were doing. Well, that's they're like a, an engaged couple, those two, and they're like really flirt. Anyway, um, you'd have anyway, um, but um, so you think this season you you just find there was too much political stuff. There's a lot of political stuff. But I find the political stuff to be about the only interesting things that they're doing for the most... Well, I don't want to say that's the only. So I listened to this interview. Um, it was Bill Simmons and his... One of the Ringer's TV critics, another one of their white girls. And they just kept talking about how funny all of the black humor is on Saturday Night Live. And I disagree. And I don't... Like, I don't know what they, you know, maybe it's because it's stuff for a younger audience that, like, I just don't get, you know? Um, I get. I think it's like one note jokes. Yeah, it's true. I, I get why some things, like, you know, did you see the Migos thing that they did last week? Friendos? No. So people really liked that. It was like the Migos in therapy, and they just kept like, talking the way the Migos rap, but they're talking to a therapist. And it's. It, it was funny, but then, yeah, like I said, it's a one-note thing, and, you know, people... How like, was Amy Schumer? What? Wasn't Amy Schumer the host last week? No, it was uh, um, Donald Glover, wasn't it? No, it was Amy Schumer. Oh, uh, well, then that was forgettable. Okay, yeah, I didn't see that episode. Um, you're right, it was her, because it was the Mother's Day one. Um, there was one funny sketch about her talking about the day she was their, their kid to her kid about the day that the kid was born, and it's about how horrible going into labor is. Um, but like, you know, again, as we say every year with Saturday Night Live, it comes down to who the host is, and they have to be like, huge comedians really for it to be funny. Um, yeah, I thought Bill Hader had the best sketch or sketch. Yeah, me too. Um, and I don't think that's a surprise that we both like the same ones. Uh, I'm going through, as I go through them, I'm trying to think of, 
if there's anything that really stands out, um, I don't even remember James Franco hosting. Um, I I don't even remember Sam Rockwell hosting. Um, but yeah, it's you know. Yeah, I don't remember the skits from Sam Rockwell. So let's go through some things that are like. So you're thinking political stuff doesn't work. I think it. I think it does. Um, I think that the celebrity cameos is a good thing for them, even though it's not popular to say that because I don't know who on their cast I really want to see more. Is there anybody that you want to see more of? Um, I have a few names, but that's my, this, that was my segue. So, no. Okay. I, I like. Think we got, we, I think we got enough of uh, Kate McKinnon. The- She's great. But do you think she's kind of like outshine the cast now? Like if she's in a sketch, it has to be about her. Or yeah. it's, you know, like it's kind of like watching. You're not going to necessarily get this reference, but the men's soccer team and they have Christian Pulisic, who's just way better than everybody else. So the rest of the team can't keep up with them. Okay. Um, yeah, I get that. Uh, I would like to you know who I like this year is I like the I like the tall blonde chick Heidi Gardner. Oh yeah, she's kind of funny. I thought she's funny. I like want to see more of her. I like your that girl you like Melissa Villasenor. Yeah, I think she's funny. I do too, and she had to like win me over because um, I just kind of found her annoying for the most part, and I've totally kind of flipped. I think part of that has to do with I liked her on um, Crashing. Yeah. But um, I liked her. Um, I think, um, you know, we'll always say you want to see more of Leslie Jones or Pete Davidson, but they're really not good on the show. Like Pete, no, well, Pete Davidson has his moments. No, but he can't. Well, they, both, they both have their moments. But their moments can only happen on Weekend Update. Like when they're in a sketch, it's basically them being fish out of water, you know? Yeah. Like, they're just not good for the show. They're both funny people. Um, and they're really funny when they get to do their stuff on... I think Weekend Update's really good right now. Did you hear they're hosting the Emmys? Yeah, I did. But I think that those... Well, there's so you missed that episode where Pete Davidson just went on to just wreck them for hosting the Emmys. That was really good. Um, I really like... Uh, I think their chemistry is good. I think that you know, they're you know what they're doing is funny, um, and it and it does let a it is a place for got for someone like Pete Davidson or Leslie Jones to stand out. So, uh, what do you think of the new uh, new black dude, Chris Red? Uh, forget him. Okay, see, I think he's pretty good. I, you know what else I what, my probably the thing I found the funniest this year on a regular basis and there was no real recurring characters this year which I can't say I'm terribly upset about um I thought that like and you know you said you didn't like the political stuff the Trump brothers is like one of it's one of my favorite scat things they do now yeah the Trump brothers is pretty funny like when they come on the news together that's like something that I always I think they always nail when he was like, he's, he's out there parallel parking the car. Yeah. What, yeah. Um, three-wheeler. The three-wheeler, right. 
Um, I, I, now going through the rest of the cast, um, I, I, as I've, I've always said, I just could do without Beck Bennett. I don't find that guy funny at all. He's in like every skit. I know, and he, they've kind of turned him into like that Phil Hartman, Kevin Nealon, um, who else? Who else was in like every sketch? Will Ferrell. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen, right? Like all these people, and Dak Bennett's just not what he's just not as funny as those, you know? Yeah. He he he's a he's tough for me. Um, I really like Kyle Mooney, but we never see that guy. No, he's not in much. Um, I've come around a little bit on Edie Bryant, but I'm not. I, I like. I, I like. I like Amy Bryant. Okay. She's I think her Sarah Sanders is good. Um, who else? Uh, I think Cicely Strong was like really good when she first started on the show, and now I don't. I don't know what happened to her. She's in every skit too. Yeah. Nah, I think she's just like not funny. She plays the person in the skit that's not funny, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like the characters that she plays are the people that you don't laugh at. They're just like the fillers. Um and then, they they're storytellers of the whatever the skit that is. <laughs> right. Um the guy, I won't even bother bringing... I mean, I'm going to bring him up, but you have no idea. Do you even know who Luke Null is? No. You didn't know there was a guy in the cast named Luke Null, did you? No. Yeah, well, I don't think that you should get used to knowing that name. I think that guy's going to... I mean, he's just not in anything, and he looks like everybody else on the show. Is Keenan Thompson still going to be on the show? So that's the last one we have. So where 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 are you in the world of Keenan Thompson these days? I think he is just the same thing in every episode. Yes. So maybe it's like when you hear a song like a thousand times on the radio, it gets beaten into your head that you start to like it. I think that that's how I feel about Keenan Thompson. And his when his one note joke like it used to drive me nuts, and I had friends who thought what up with that was like the greatest sketch. How like, many people love Keenan Thompson? They do, and I'm I'm I kind of I've, I've turned on it a little bit. Like I kind of like him now. I don't hate him. I just think he does the same thing every skit. It's true. Um, you know, last year when we were going over Silent Live, we did like. Our um, favorite mu- musical guests. Is there anyone that you can think of that stood out to you? Oh, I gotta go back and like look who the musical guests. Um, I'm looking as we're talking. I did like. I thought Nicki Minaj was pretty good. Her first song on this one, and maybe I'm crazy. I just liked the whole theatrics to it that she had going on. Like, I liked her stage setup and all that stuff. Um, but if you don't I remember, just, it's, it's all right. I just, I just don't know who I'd have to go and look. I know who, who was a musical guest this year. Um, yeah, I just went through. There's nothing that really stood out too much to me. Um... All right. Well, I mean, I, I look for someone who hasn't watched a ton of it. I think you just 
did pretty well with it, so I appreciate that. Uh, and I guess that's, I mean, that could be our Saturday Night Live wrap-up for the year. Um, do you plan on watching it more next year, or are you pretty much on a trajectory towards where it will no longer be part of your watching? No, it's it's, it's not that, uh, I think it's just because I'm on the road. Right. I, I can't record, it's like recorded. It's one of those recorded shows. Mm-hmm. You know, like ones that you like uh, watch at some point. Like, I used to be really excited about it and watch the next day, but now I'm getting to, like, Thursday, and I'll be watching it. And I think that's kind of, like, how I judge things now. Well, it's interesting, because... If, if, it's, if it's on my DVR, like, towards the end of the week, um, and I haven't watched it in three or four days, that means I'm not loving the show. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Um, I think... I think that, um, I mean, I, I still get excited about it. And I think part of the thing is for me is I'll go on like Facebook or whatever on a Sunday and every skit will be already being talked about. I don't, I don't want that to happen. You know what else they did is they started showing it on the West coast at eight thirty, like showing it live. And yeah, I kind of like that. I do too. That, that, I mean, I hate to, out myself is what my Saturday nights are like these days, but I just I... <laughs> always like the fact that we can watch things live. Because um, a lot of the times on the West Coast, everything's like pre-recorded, and everyone like spoils shit on Facebook and stuff of things that they've seen, like music shows and stuff, uh, before it's even aired on the West Coast, and it ruins shit. So I think that's like why they're doing this type of things. They're making it more accessible to everyone at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens next year. I'm sure they'll get rid of uh, a couple of the players and add some people. And it's kind of like it's kind of like becoming the NFL and NBA offseason, where I'm like, now I'm like super interested in who comes and like who goes. Yeah. Like, if you make predictions, I would imagine Kate McKinnon's probably on her way out. Like she's kind of just moved past the show. I mean, you'd think Keenan would leave, but I don't think that guy's ever leaving. Did you see the trailer for her movie? Her summer movie? No. With Mila Kunis? I did not, no. Um, just watch it. Okay. It's, uh, it's going to be, it's called, like, The Spy Who Dumped Me. All right. It's about, uh, I think it's Mila Kunis is dating a CIA agent and doesn't know, and they get caught up in it. Okay. Pretty pretty, pretty original uh, yeah. plot. Um, uh, before we go, do you have any um, any NBA predictions to make? Well, we're tied up now, 2-2. Are you rooting for the Cavs in this series? I think the Cavs are going to win. Are you rooting for them, though? Because mm, you're in Cleveland? Sure. Yeah, I kind of yes. figured. I can tell. I There's hate, a lot of people... I can't stand them. They, they, it's just the talk. It's the talk of the town. It's of like course. hard to get away from Everyone's talking about it. You know, so you think you you think Cleveland and I'm I'm guessing Golden State. I don't think I don't think Houston. I think Golden State's clicking. 
think time you blow out a team of 40 points in the uh, in the playoffs, in the finals, you're in trouble. Well, here's the thing. So, it's James Harden, it's Chris Paul blowing it again. Not blowing it, but just not showing up again, you know. Yeah. That's why, like, this next game tomorrow is is basically, like, are we seeing the same old, same old? Or do you have something to say about this? Because if you don't, you need to go home. Yeah. So, um, ask I for... I think they're done. Huh? I think they're done, and I think uh, the Cavs are going to win 4-2. Yeah. I think they just... I mean, they've dominated the last two games. Um, Boston came back at the end of this game, but I still think this is going to light them and they're going to win the next uh, two games. Okay. Well, we'll see. You know, Boston hasn't lost at home yet, so... That's true. It's going to happen sometime. That's true. Um, All right, well... um, have a good week. What are you doing for Memorial Weekend? I don't know. I might go down to Fiesta Hermosa. Okay. You see a nice um, 80s cover band, like the year we saw Blonde Jovi, which was all blonde girls singing Bon Jovi songs. <laughs> That's the kind of weekend I do. What are you doing? Working? We're working until 7 in the morning on Saturday. Sweet. So basically, our whole Saturday's run with sleep. Okay. Um, and then, uh, gonna, we got some stuff. I'm going to a play on Sunday. Little shop of horrors. All right. They're doing a little, like, playhouse, local playhouse thing. Don't spoil what happens. It might, they might change the ending. Who knows? And, uh, gonna go see Solo. Oh, yeah. So I guess we'll talk about that next week. I'm not uh, that excited for it. You've already got your tickets, but you've definitely already bought your tickets for Solo. Yeah, we got a, it's, it was like a office thing. We got like six tickets. Um. All right. Well, on that note. We'll We're talk- going on Monday for that. Great. So, I don't know. It's right. going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a short weekend because we're really behind in our schedule and everyone's freaking out, so they're trying to uh, get ready for this final week. So it's not going to be a fun weekend. Oh, I know how they feel. But then I'm done, and then I'll be back in the uh, in the studio with you, buddy. Sweet. Super excited, I can tell. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, you can only drag this end of this podcast on for so long before you're... I mean, I can't imagine how how long ago you lost the audience, but that was where you just lost me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. thanks <laughs> we'll talk next week. <laughs>